and both believe in the power of cross-secretary collaboration and also the 17 global goals of the United Nations, as you just heard from Gretchen. Gretchen, I'd like to begin uh, by asking you, you're now at Splunk. What is your vision for your work as you begin your impact statement at Splunk? What, what are you planning to do? Yeah, I, I think the important thing is a little bit of what, what I just talked about, which is we all have a role to play in different areas of these goals. And for me, it's how do we have the intersectionality of technology to address these uh, uh, challenges today? And that, to me, starts with data. And so my sort of North Star is how do I make this accessible for everyone? How do I ensure that we can leverage and harness the power of data to make real business decisions and insights that can help us really change the world? Beautiful. And BJ, BJ, you? You are Providence, Providence, largest healthcare organization, uh, doing great things. You're in charge of so many things. Sustainability is one. Yep. And I know you're a big believer in everything we're talking about here today. And your partner uh, uh, with Microsoft at Providence. What is so special for you about the global goals and your work at Providence? Well, what's special for me uh, is really what we do at uh, Providence really aligns to all 17 goals. Um, our vision at Providence is help for a better world and serving our underserved communities, and so it really nicely aligns. Um, really want to point out three things where we, you know, um, live those 17 through our actions. So uh, one thing is, you know, help for a better world, giving back to our communities, we gave out $1.7 billion in community benefits and free health care last year. So during the pandemic, it wasn't enough to say we served our underserved communities. We put our money where our mouth is. As far as um, support for women, I'm very proud to say um, we are one of the largest health systems in the United States, formed 170 years ago by women. Uh, so we're a $25 billion organization founded by women. So again, living, living through our actions. And then finally, um, you know, we were at the center of the pandemic. Our claim to fame, unfortunately, is the very first COVID patient in the United States came into our health system January 20, 2020. Happy to say that patient, uh, patient zero, we successfully treated. But we were at the center of that pandemic um, for all these years, serving out the West Coast, and again, giving back to our communities and making sure we could safely make it through the, uh, through the pandemic. So all 17 aligned well for us. But it's one thing to say that they align. It's another thing to, to show through actions how we're aligning to that. And, and so patient zero, I mean, my gosh, three years. Uh, we were looking at the runway to 2030. Uh, we were prepared to accelerate progress towards the goals. And bang, the entire world experienced a global pandemic. I must say it's surreal to be here in person um, after these three years. I want to commend you and Providence, BJ. You mentioned I was in Seattle when that first patient was at Providence and the media was starting to pick up on this, someone that has this, et cetera. And if we had only known, my gosh, what was coming at us at that moment, and uh, you all handled it and provided so much data, so much data to the world to help address this. So we're, we're deeply grateful to you and Providence for that. Um, how, so you, you've both been Microsoft executives. 
I, I talk a lot about that, right? Because I'm, I'm in awe of how many years you spent there. I mean, it's, it's like we, decades. I don't know, collectively, it's been decades, right? <laughs> yeah, 27 years. <laughs> I want to go on the record. It was started in high school. So. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm 18, 18 years, and I guess did I start in high school as well. <laughs> right. I want to age myself, <laughs> So how did your background, so the Microsoft background clearly, but your backgrounds in general, how have they shaped your view on partnerships and your outlook on this collaboration that we are talking about here today? Uh, well, I'll start actually, because it leads into so why I'm so passionate about IdeaGen Global. So at Microsoft, um, I led channel ecosystems for many years as the vice president of our um, one commercial partner organization. Um, and I also build ecosystems around sustainability and our AI uh, as well. And the reality, I think what Microsoft does a beautiful job is, is the recognition that, um, you know, they can't go alone and partnerships become absolutely critical. And so that was the partnership that we built together, I think, with IdeaGen. Certainly it has formed and shaped what is important to me, and I continue to take roles that are focused specifically on building partnerships and ecosystems because it is really the power of the collective ecosystem to make change. That's Yeah, for me, I guess it's twofold. Um, one, I saw what the future looked like at Microsoft, so Microsoft has in charge of the commercial ecosystem, and, and um, while in that role, completed our journey to the cloud and saw firsthand the value of the cloud. And so when I joined Providence three and a half years ago, I immediately recognized healthcare in the United States is 15 to 20 years behind other industries. So knowing what the future looked like based on my experience at Microsoft really helped set that North Star for, for healthcare and the digital transformation. And then the power of partnership is obvious, right? The value of a health system like Providence is the care delivery that we provide our nurses, our doctors, our, our caregivers. We're not in business to, to build great data centers. My joke with my team is always, we're not gonna out data center the competition. And so we immediately recognize the power of partnerships and how we could partner with a company like Microsoft and Azure and really use their advanced capabilities, their data centers, their cloud compute, and allow us at Providence to focus on our core competency, which was serving our community. So the, the power of partnership was obvious for me. And so I've had the incredible privilege over the years of asking so many executives and, and C-suite executives, what is a key lesson that you have each learned that has the potential to change the world? Gretchen? I think there's so many, <laughs> there's so many lessons. I'm trying to, what's the key lesson? What's the key lesson? Uh, the thing that I think is the most important that has stuck with me, and I loved hearing this on the panel this morning, um, is around taking small steps to make big action. And I think that sometimes we get bogged down with trying to have the biggest plan and the biggest idea and everything sort of figured out before we sort of take that first step. And, you know, sort of one of my favorite quotes with Martin Luther King Jr. is sort of, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just the first step. And it's just how do you take that first step? And if we all just took little pieces of that action and took action to your point instead of just the words, I think we would all be in a better place. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. I'll slightly buck the trend and talk about the other side of that coin. I think it is good to have a North Star and have something that you're aspiring towards. It's far enough out that you can achieve it. And so at Providence, um, our big, bold goal is to be carbon negative 
by 2030. But to your point, it can't just be words. It can't just be this big, bold goal you put out there at 2030. We then have the small, incremental, month-by-month, year-by-year plan to bridge that gap. And so we have now an eight-year plan to achieve that goal. But I think without that aspiring North Star, it's hard to rally the troops. It's hard to get everybody really on board. Um, and so we're proud of the big, bold goal we have. But it's got to be pragmatic, and we're backing it up with those small, incremental steps to achieve that goal. Yeah, I, I love that, actually. I think that's sort of why we're here with the 2030 agenda, to your point, that North Star, and I, I think that's a really great point. Take the first step, big, bold North Star, Gretchen O'Hara, B.J. Moore. Thank you so very much. Thank you.